Jody Arias. That is that is the topic of conversation. So, long story short, I'll get into the meat and taters of it, really, of like what happened, like what this is all about. But she, uh, it's a woman who who killed her boyfriend, right? Well, supposedly. Um, I'll get into like the actual trial and the investigation and the like the interrogation. The interrogation piece is like what I kind of spent most of my time uh researching and kind of watching because there's a there's a video on youtube that depicts it so well there's like he i think he the person that does the youtube videos he's gotta be like some sort of psychology major or like doctor or something like that they're super entertaining though it's not just like well but now you can tell they're lying because of x he breaks it down as far as like what the actual interrogator is doing and then like the responses of like the criminals and everything, like why they're doing things that the way that they're doing. It's really cool. Uh, the, if, if any, if you guys are interested in it, it's called a uh, J C S criminal psychology, really good, really good. Um, YouTube channel. I, he has a laundry list of different ones. Jody Arias though. She just sticks out to me. I don't know what it is about like crazy ladies. There's a, there was a show on, um, <laughs> what was it? I think it was called, oh, what was like the women's network? Was e. it called, like, what was it? Was it E? Not, I think, was it W, was it W-E, like women's yeah, entertainment? W- yeah, that's right. Yeah. Or like there's oxygen and shit, like those ones. Yes. Yeah. And, and they had the, like these TV shows called Snapped, where it was like the oh, women. Yeah. Would, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like e- it's just, I find them, um, I think it's maybe because like, I mean, if I'm sure like statistically, like men cause like more like chaos and murders and crime, like it, there's gotta be a statistic out there saying that, um, maybe not, I don't know. But anyways, um, Jody Arias, really, really interesting, um, like events and everything like that. So girl who supposedly murdered her boyfriend so i guess we'll start not like well i guess we'll start at like kind of like the beginning of her life and everything she never she didn't have a bad upbringing like she had you know normal normal upbringing mom dad you know family whatever um the only thing that was kind of maybe off about her childhood was that she dropped out of high school in the 11th grade to pursue or to pursue photography uh it didn't go anywhere obviously um so she i don't i it it didn't really get into like what she was doing or it doesn't ever really say like what she was doing between like high school and when she was 26 i can safely assume that she was probably just doing like odd jobs maybe like you know working some minimum wage job or like even going to college it didn't it didn't say regardless she got a uh, a job at a place called prepaid legal where she did i think it was marketing and she was 26 years old. So there's kind of that gap between almost like a 10 year gap, but nothing significant. Like, no, like she wasn't doing petty crimes or anything like that. Uh, but that's where she meets uh, this person named Travis Alexander. Um, some things about Travis Alexander is that he and not that it I mean, it kind of plays into like the whole story and everything like that. Um, but he was a Mormon. Uh, he was a motivational speaker and yeah, he was, he was, 
Yeah, he was. I don't. I don't know. He's a really likable dude. I guess like the way that oh, they. That's a like, lot of red flags, man. He's Mormon. He's a motivational speaker, <laughs> and he has two first names. Like, never trust a dude with two first names. Two Travis first Alexander. Names. Never trust that shit. What about what about someone with two last names? What be, but like yeah, because hmm. there are people like Webster could be okay. a first could be it could be a last name, but also I mean you don't see it very often, but could also be a first name. Like Webster Johnson, don't trust that guy. That's yeah. I don't know if that, I don't, don't know if that's wanna, a real person. Like that's extra. <laughs> don't trust those people. Um, but yeah, they uh they they met at a a conference. Sorry, if I'm if I'm looking over here, it's just because these are where my notes are. Uh, but they met at met at a conference. Um, and that's kind of where they started hitting it off, and they started talking. Um. They didn't live next to each other. I will say that. So I can't remember the, where exactly. I think she lived in Utah and he lived in Arizona. And um, sure, met so at the a other way around. Where he Mormon. lived in. Yeah, he's the Mormon. Well, so it would, it would oh, make more sense that he would live in Utah, right? Yes, it, it would. But see, like, here's the reason why I say, like, him being a Mormon does play into it, doesn't play into it. Uh, is because they would essentially have casual sex, right? Oh, and so that like, Mormon, exactly. So where it's it's one of those things, and like even like some of his family members weren't in the Mormon Church. So I think it was something that like he found the, like the church and everything like that, and then kind of pursued it. But they didn't live <clears throat> close to each other, but they did um, date for about five months. And then that's when he broke it off with her, but she wasn't ready for it to be over. So like he, she apparently like some of the friends would be like, yeah, she calls. Um, she kind of comes over unexpectedly. And then she winds up actually moving two blocks from his actual house. So they were already separated, everything like that. She moves in close by. And then that's when like the stalkerish like type stuff happens. But here's here's the thing though, is like she would come over to his house unexpectedly, and he would let her in, and like you know they would like have sex. So it was one of those one of those things where I was like, they're both at fault really for like that piece because like if he really like he was kind of leading her on, I feel like you know like he shouldn't have been doing that because I'm not saying the guy deserved to die. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it's like. If you want the crazy ex to leave you alone, stop doing that stuff. You know, like you can't you can't be doing that, otherwise she's gonna stick around. Or he doesn't matter, whatever. Um, but around 2008, again, like that whole time period, they were only dating for five months, and I think a couple of months had passed when in 2008, sometime, she was like, "Okay, I'm done. Like I can't do this anymore." Right? But they still remained friends. Um, I don't, it didn't really say as far as like when in 2008, like when, like they cut it off into like this next part, but they still, they still worked together. Like they still worked under the same company and everything. And one of the, the company was sending people to Cancun for like to uh, do some sort of marketing type deal. Um, 
Well, he could take one other person with him. Who do you think he took? Wrong. No. Oh, wait, a new new chick? Is it a new chick? Yes, it was. It was some other lady that he took with him down to Cancun, or was supposed to, right? Um, So because the company was sending people, she found out about this. Like, it wasn't something that was hidden or whatever. It wasn't like a secret little trip that he was wanting to take with some other lady. Business was taking people down there. She, the other lady, agreed, right, to go down there. But the thing was, was the other lady was like, hey, um, I just see you as a friend. Like, I understand if you don't want to take me still, whatever. But she, I'm pretty sure she was also a Mormon and he was like trying to pursue her. But she was like, nah, it's, it's not something I want, whatever. But he still ended up wanting to take her in all of this. Um, before, before we go any further or anything like that with like what in it, like what's about to happen and all that good stuff. What are your guys' thoughts? What are you guys thinking right now? Uh, I want to know in the interrogation, did this woman start singing hymns or songs? I will get into that. I will get okay. into that. I think, I think I've heard <laughs> of this. I, it's starting to ring bells. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just wait. Okay. Tristan, you, you got anything? You lost me in the pronoun thing there. So like, it, it, he does take the crazy bitch then? Like, that's... No, 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 no. So You, he, you lost me there with, like, the, the other girl, because you start saying her and her and her over and over again, got it. and I kind of lost who was who there for a sec. Um, so who so does let, he actually take to Cancun? So let me clarify. The, all right, the other girl's name is Mimi. All okay. right? So I'll use, I'll use names instead. So, so to clarify that a little bit, he wanted to take Mimi to Cancun. Right. And Jody, that's the girl that's we're talking about, she found out about it. Mimi didn't want to be anything else than friends with Travis. So she said, hey, look, I'll still go to Cancun with you, but just as friends. That's that's pretty much all that this okay. all entails. He still, still wanted to together. He's still going yes. with Mimi. It's just OK. okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. I'll use, did, uh, yeah, did I'll this use get posted on Facebook or something? Like, how did the other girl find out? Jody, how did she yeah. find out about it? Well, because it was a company like, so like thing. an email thing, right? It's like a, yeah. Hey, oh, so she was in the guy. same company. Yes, she was still. Oh, she, that's that's where me or gosh, now I'm getting fucking names mixed up. That's where <laughs> Jody and Travis met. Was at this prepaid legal conference type thing for like marketing. Okay. So she was aware of this trip and she became aware or Jody became aware that Travis was going to take Mimi, this other woman. Gotcha. Okay. Are we, uh, we're all on the same page. She said on the, on the um, interrogation thing. So like that, that's like a video they have of like breaking down like the interrogation and stuff of this one. We'll get there. I know, but okay. Yeah, there's a couple YouTube channels like that. Those are really, those are really fun. When it just like yes. watches like, cause they'll make them sit there for fucking hours and it's just like, it breaks down every interaction. Then they leave them and they, you just watch them sit there for a while. Just kind of like th- that, that whole process is really fascinating. Watching those guys like work people <laughs> into a confession or just like talking about shit. Yes. And like, I granted, like, I, I think we all know like they're, they're <laughs> your, your sorry guys. Cat, your cats. 
<laughs> but yeah, like we all know that there's like a like a way they they don't just don't go in there and being like you did it and like yeah. there's question there's like an actual like a technique to it. And again, uh, I'll say it again: the JCS Criminal Psychology channel on YouTube. They break it down, both what the criminal is doing and what the actual interrogators are doing. Really fascinating. I suggest that you guys go watch it. Yeah. Um, also, uh, just a yep. pointer to all the listeners. Uh, if you're ever in this situation, don't talk. Ask for a lawyer <laughs> and don't <laughs> lawyer say up. a word. A <laughs> word. One, nothing. I say I want a lawyer. And See, I mean... Second they start talking, it's too easy. Like as soon as you start talking, they can just like, I don't know. Like uh, most cops are good at that just in general. The second you just like start talking to them, they just have a way of just making it the worst. Well, who is it? There's a comedian, uh, Tom Segura. I'm sure you guys have heard of him. Yeah. He does a bit where he says like he's watching uh, the show 48 and like he's watched all the seasons and two criminals, uh, lawyer up and all charges at the very end it's like all charges were dropped against whoever because they lawyered up and everything like that it's just like yeah you i think that's part of the thing too is like some people just don't know their rights i guess and like don't know that they don't have to talk yeah you Um, don't have to say anything and also i i've had interactions with cops several times and they straight up lie they will straight up lie. <laughs> no, on they're allowed court. to. Like that's just that's. <laughs> yeah, they 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 chalk up as. Uh, I mean, they round up any charge they possibly can think of that's applicable, and uh, they'll they'll twist your words. I've I've seen it in reports. I'm like, I didn't say that. <laughs> What's really funny is like I've watched a lot of those YouTube channels that you're talking about where they break down like the interviews and stuff like that. And what's fucking crazy is like a lot of these guys that you'll you'll watch these channels with where they basically end up confessing to murder like they they stop like at beginning they're denying it and then like they slowly work into where they finally confess to it what's crazy yep. is at the beginning every single one of those people agree to like talk to the cops and talk to them alone like they mm-hmm. have to agree to that they can't just like the cops have to tell you like, that's one of those things when they like detain you like they have to let you know like hey are you willing to talk to us kind of thing and all these people like they will sit down and completely wave that and then just talk to them and it's yeah that that's the craziest i don't care if you're yeah. innocent or not that's just the craziest thing to me to like be willing to do that that just seems like bad etiquette <laughs> so crazy thing this is this is how good interrogators are or oh interrogators yeah, that's interrog- right. yeah 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 um they're detectives, but they are like interrogating experts, I guess. Or like there, there are certain detectives that are better at that, I guess. Yeah, they get like whatever. There was a same channel on the YouTube thing. There was a they actually interrogated a police officer because mm. the, she committed like a crime back in the 80s. And it was like these cold case detectives. And like they opened it back up and they're like, holy shit. It's one of the actual like people that works in our department. Mm. And like they had to figure out a way to get her to confess even though she knows everything that they're doing like it was yep. it was so crazy because they're like oh no we just like we like we found some like i don't know they were going about it so sneakily it was very very interesting but uh i suggest watching that one too well, on the flip side, I watch a lot of cops because it's on Pluto and it's free. So why would I not watch a lot of cops? It's amazing how quickly people are just like so willing to give up all the information immediately. 
Mm-hmm. And they're so casual about it. It's always the drugs because I think part of the problem is they know like the the like dogs, if they bring them out, they're going to get a hit. So they're hoping that maybe they don't find it if they actually let them look. But yeah. they're always just like, yeah, there's nothing in there. You could, I don't care. You can search it. It's fine. And they find like just a giant fucking package of crystal meth like every fucking time. <laughs> and see, that's actually what kind of plays into this too is with Jody Arias, she believes that if she is helpful, that she'll stay off the radar and everything yeah. like that with like the detectives and like everything. So uh, just kind of getting back into it. So six days before. Before the trip to Cancun, she actually goes uh, goes over to uh, Travis's house. They end up having, you know, sex again, whatever. And then nobody hears from Travis. Like ever, like it just kind of goes quiet. He like he doesn't show up to work. Everything like that. It isn't now. Here's the weird thing: is I I always wonder why, but it isn't till five days later that someone actually goes over to his house. Uh, to me, it's like day two three is when you'd probably do like a welfare check, you know, type thing. But it wasn't until five days later and it was actually his friends that go over to his house and find him. So That's not that unreasonable five days. I mean, a lot of people days. like there's like, dude, there's a lot of old people that like, it takes two, three weeks cause they just don't hear from them for a while. Um, and they like, they find people dead in their apartment. That's like super common for it to take like a week or so. Right. It's not, it's not like, I don't know. Like if I didn't have my family here, it came to my friends. Like they wouldn't reach out and send somebody for probably like a month. I don't talk to them that much. <laughs> yeah. My, my parents would be like, not, it would be a long time before they checked in. I think my girlfriend would be the first one to find my body. Actually, my cats would probably eat me, but. You know. Eat your eyes, buddy. You just have nothing left in your skull. <laughs> yeah, it would be gnarly. I mean, out of 10, there, there's not going to be much left, but. But okay, so question, like, all right, how how long do you think it would be before your girlfriend shows up? Do you think like a day probably or two? Probably two, three, probably two, between two and three. Especially if like there's, yeah, there's no content, there's no no nothing, then she would get, yeah. It would be something like that. But folks, that would be a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I, and again, I, I get it. Like it's for you, Tristan, if you didn't have like, your family there with you, it would almost be something where, okay, well, maybe like a month goes by before anyone's like, all right, where the, where the fuck did Tristan go? <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess it is different for everybody, you know, but to me, like where he worked, I feel like they would have checked up. Cause like, especially like with a business trip, I don't understand why they wouldn't have checked in just a little bit. Cause it was five days had passed. And that means the very next day he was supposed to leave for the trip. They probably just thought he quit. I mean, like that that's pretty common in a business. If someone just stops showing up, you're just like, well, fuck him then. And they just like, but, I, but this wasn't like, I don't, this was, I feel like him as like a marketer and like a business yeah, that can probably. send people to Cancun. They're not going to let their employees just go five days without notice and be like, all right, I guess he just quit. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how th- they do. They things clearly like did. So they must've been just a <laughs> shitty company. Cause that obviously <laughs> did happen. Yeah, it's not right. like they like were two days in and the cops showed up. It clearly took five days. So that just says a lot about whatever company they worked for. I, I guess you're hundred percent correct. Yeah. Cause it, it was something where the company didn't check up. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we'll take just like a couple steps back. So when she's actually over there, um, Jody's over at Travis's house and everything. 
um, Travis Scott, like a new camera for Cancun, wanted to take some pictures. Well, they end up taking pictures of themselves. Now, here's the big thing. The camera is a huge piece in all of this. And um, they end up taking like naughty pictures of each other. Right? I, knew, I knew it. I knew it. I was about to ask, is there a sex tape? <laughs> Not a sex tape, but dirty pictures. Close oh, that's enough. That's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> Come on. And uh, one of one of the last ones was two accidental pictures. So they're like, there's a, a laundry list of you know pictures of them, whatever. And then there's two accidental ones. One is of the ceiling in the bathroom, and the next one is of Jody Aris's foot. And in the background, you can see the body of Travis and what looks to be blood, right? And the biggest thing, again, is like this camera is a huge piece in the investigation. I'll get, la- I'll get into that later down the road, right? Um, but pictures were taken, right? Um, five days later, the, the friends come over, find his body, so what actually ended up happening was he was stabbed 27 times. <laughs> he was his throat was cut and then he was shot in the face. So <sighs> yeah. She might have had she might have had negative feelings towards him. <laughs> you, you, you think? <laughs> Dude, it's that's what ne- no one ever like stabbing is probably the worst way to die like on the planet cuz like it takes so much and it takes so long for you to die. Like I've seen one, like there's this one, uh, it, it was an example of that YouTube channel where I found out about it cause they were interviewing the kids, I think, um, where like these two brothers in this big family decided to kill their entire family. Um, and then like they had ordered a bunch of guns, I think, and were going to go on like a killing spree. So they decided before the guns arrived at the house, they had to kill their whole family so they didn't get caught. Mm-hmm. And like the, they, they started by slicing their sister's throat and she lived. She was like one of the only family members that lived because like she crawled away and they thought she was dead. Then she started screaming and then like she ended up on the porch and like went and got help and stuff like that. But, but I guess that's the thing is like cutting someone's throat like that, like how deep you would have to go to actually kill somebody is intense. Yeah. Or if you get stabbed like a whole bunch, like you're not going to fucking die. Well, so like I think. I think it really depends too, because there's there's like those videos where like someone just kind of like pokes somebody and then they fall down and they like totally bleed out. And then there's other videos or like other situations where someone gets stabbed like 30, 40 times and lives or like what you were saying, that person actually got their, their throat cut and they actually lived through that. It's really interesting. I think I mean, unless you know, I guess, like where to actually, you know, get somebody it's real hit or miss, but I know I, I 100% agree. Like getting eaten alive by something <laughs> or like something stuck in you, it, like whatever it is, I think, yeah, that would probably be one of the worst ways to go. Or, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different ways, I think. That's probably um, why she shot him in the face is he wasn't dying. <laughs> it was just like all that work and like 27 stab booms, wounds, mm-hmm. you said, and she cut his throat too, right? You said that? Yes. Yep. Yeah, and he probably just wasn't dying and like screaming and shit. She's so she had to shoot him in the face at the end of it. Well, so from what I believe, uh, I'll, I'll probably get into this later on too. Is like the from what the coroner report what it what he said was that the gunshot wound wasn't the kill. So it it was actually the throat because the amount of blood and everything. But the crazy thing is, is like he was 
he was already unconscious with the stab wounds. So she, I think, got an artery, whatever, and was like bleeding out. And then oh, that's cold. Yeah. That's, so like it's like that, like, fuck you. After he's clearly dead, she just like stands over and shoots him. She's probably smoking a cigarette because you have to be to do something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, movie holy scene. shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's fucking cold. Yeah. So it was it was a pretty brutal scene. Um and just to add on top of that, so she actually went through like the photos that had, they had just taken and deleted all the photos, put the camera in the washing machine and started it, whatever. So like she was trying to, she was trying to get rid of the evidence that like she was there essentially. Why would you um, not just smash it into like a bajillion yeah. pieces? Like I, that seems I, like the easier way to make sure that. Or take okay. it with take it with you or something like that. Like take it with you, bury it in the desert. You're in Arizona, you, you know, whatever. And here's, right? <laughs> here's just the next. what I know of, Oh, go ahead. No, go, go for it. Go for it. Well, 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 just what I know of what they can do with data recovery is like crazy with what they're able to do. Uh, yeah. I'm with him. Smash it, but go ahead. Well, I'm just to even like to add on to that. Like, yeah, it's, it's, once you think something is deleted like that, oh, delete, oh, it's gone. It's not gone. There's there's some way to recover it, which is insane. Like, I don't, which I mean, just goes to show you, like, don't put stuff on the internet that you don't want out there because you can't delete it, right? I, I think it was explained to me once that, like, what happens when you delete something is it makes that space available to be overwritten by something else later. Yep. That's a so good way in, to, yeah. In the theory, the only way to actually delete something would be, like, to delete it install something else over it and then continue the process but you're still left with fragments no matter what which is why like hard drives as you use them the actual amount of space you get is smaller and smaller and smaller over time it kind of like is a, a crusty layer that builds of just like old data there's a program called bleach bit that does that it 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 not only allocates it for it to be deleted it deletes it and then reformats and then adds uh noise information like uh imagine a file but it's just noise and then it and then it erases that and bleach but is actually what hillary clinton used for her emails and it became so popular on the news that bleach bits website said good enough for hillary clinton on it as oh, advertising wow. <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> but like yeah like what we're saying like smash it you know like do something like that she didn't do that mm. she just put it in the washing machine and like That's she left the it stupidest fucking thing i've ever heard like holy shit right and get this so she drove a hundred miles um like away away from his house whatever or like she was she went from arizona so after all this transpired right she drove to utah but drove 100 miles in the wrong direction and then turned on her cell phone so like she had her cell phone off uh, for a certain period of time i uh, drove 100 miles and then turned it on and called him as like an alibi right <laughs> and um so she, she called him battery out no nah, i don't think she took the battery out because like in the interrogation like this is why like this is what they focus on is like that time piece that that's how they're able to get her eventually. Um, but yeah, she did. did leaves, she have a lawyer at this point? Mm -mm. No, she didn't have yeah. anybody. Yeah. So she leaves them a voicemail, right? Time goes by friends, find them right. Investigation starts and 
she as soon as finds as soon as as soon as she finds out like there's an investigation whatever going on um jody offers her help with the investigation mm-hmm. right like she's trying to seem innocent she's trying trying to seem like helpful and like hey whatever you guys need she goes as far as offering her own blood as a sample without being asked yeah, so she's weird yeah, right? So she's doing a lot of weird things, like being like, oh, I had nothing to do with it. Here's my blood, right? Um, but long story short, like kind of like we were saying, like the cops find the camera. They're able to recover those those photos. She, uh, Her DNA was found at the crime scene along with like a handprint on the wall. And I will say this too. So she tried to clean up the scene as much as she could, as far as like her DNA. She spent like 45 minutes wiping the body down and everything like that, just with water, apparently. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't use something else, but it was water in a washcloth. Like bleach or 409 or like just, I mean, the yeah, anything not, but water. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just plain old water in a washcloth. That's what she used, apparently. And then she, like, during this investigation, like, the first half of it, whatever, she sent flowers to the family and was posting a bunch of stuff online of her with, like, pictures of him and with, like, sentimental quotes, things like that. Um, she ended up being arrested eventually, right? I didn't say the time frame, but, like, they put a warrant out for her arrest. Uh, she was picked up in Utah. And the lead investigator from Arizona flew all the way to there to do the first in, uh, interrogation. Well, there, there was two different interrogations. The first one that they did was about two hours. And then the second interrogation was about five and a half hours. So they spent a lot of, a lot of time interrogating her. Up until this point, before we actually get into the interrogation, so we have the crime scene. We have some things that she was doing. What are your guys' thoughts on that so far? Well, I was thinking that, uh, again, advice for the audience, if anybody finds himself in this situation, before the police take you in, just get like a little peppermint oil and rub it on your, your fingers and your thumb, and then, uh, and then just wait until they go out of the room or whatever, and just kind of like, you know, act like you're crying or whatever, but get that in there so your eyes get <laughs> red and teary, and then, and then you're supposed to just uh, uh, be like irate and very angry. If someone accuses you of something, the normal response of an innocent person would be uh, outrage and anger. Uh, mm-hmm. So you want to display that, and also like he's dead. What? what? You know, yeah. that's all. That's all I was thinking about. I like just outside looking in. Um, to me, like what. Like the, the like the crime scene, like what she was doing and everything, like all that. It it seems like there was jealousy. To me, it was she was jealous that another no. woman. Yeah, that. <laughs> to me, the whole Mimi going on the trip to Cancun with him was like the the ice that broke the camel's back, or no, the straw, not the, what, the M- ice. Mimi is like I I didn't even like him. I didn't even like him. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so there's there's that, and now we'll kind of get into the, the actual interrogation. And the, the interrogation that's the bulk of kind of like, like like what I said, like I had kind of focused on and weren't out for her rest. She gets picked up, right? 
and she plays the innocent card. So she doesn't ask why. She doesn't like almost what you were saying, Seth. She doesn't get irate. She doesn't do like much of anything. She's just kind of accepting of it. And she acts pretty fucking weird in the interrogation room. Like whenever the cops are not in there and we kind of, you Seth, you kind of had brought that up a little bit before uh, when she initially just gets in there. Right. Um, she tries to put on a persona that she's like, she's tired. She's calm. And she's just like humming and just like, it's just off. It's just like, it's not what a normal person would be doing. So Tristan looks like you want to say something. No, I've definitely seen this. I remember now. Yeah, I've At- totally seen that. I've seen this. Yeah, it's been a while, but it was, I had a night where I binged like a bunch of those on like a YouTube channel because I had to stay up all night. So I watched like a bunch of cases like back to back because it was just interesting for some fucking reason. And I remember yeah. this bitch because that was the humming thing. That was just like the fucking, and she yeah. goes from like, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm remembering right, she goes from like complete denial to just like the way she gets to acceptance is just, it kind of like, it rounds itself where it's just like piece by piece by piece by piece by piece until she's just like, yeah, I fucking killed him. It was great. Well, she doesn't admit to it. I will say that. Spoiler. She doesn't okay. ever, she doesn't, she um, remains her innocence or like, you know, says like, I, I never did it through the entire time. Even like when it actually came up to the actual trial, like up until that day. She's like, no, I didn't do it. But like, obviously, like during the actual trial, I'll, I'll tell you what you guys like what she actually what her defense and everything like that was. Um, but no, she acts really fucking weird the entire time she's in the interrogation room. Um, the detective, the lead detective, like I said, he flies in all the way from Arizona to go talk with her. The first thing that he says when he gets into the room, which I thought was hilarious, is he's like. He just looks at her and goes, yeah, we got a lot of evidence. We got a lot of evidence. And she's just like, mm, okay, you know, just, all right, yeah, cool. You, what's the evidence, right? And uh, um, the, the person doing the actual YouTube channel who kind of broke, breaks everything down was that she's, act, she's so aroused and she's trying to act calm that the things that she's doing don't line up with what a normal person would do. So like. He's like, oh, we have so much evidence. And she's like, oh, wow, weird. Oh, there's recorders back here. We should record this. And like, she like grabs like these, like, I I don't know what they were actually doing in the room, but like, there's like these old recorders. And she's like, hmm, I wonder if they work. And he's like, yeah, let's not focus on that. Let's, uh, I'm here to talk to you. And then she sits there for like two minutes, fiddle fucking with these things. (laughs) Um, and about 12 minutes into the interrogation, the actual interrogation, the detective comes out and just says it. He's like, I have a lot of uh, fingers pointing at you as you are the one who actually killed Travis. And he doesn't actually say you did it until about like 45, 50 minutes later. So she I, I I don't I forgot what he the person actually like says why that is, but it's that that fear. It's the fear that oh shit. It's supposed to like, you know, get that person who actually did the crime like, oh fuck, they they already know it's me or whatever. So it's supposed to like, you know, get them more kind of angst and everything like that. I, it, it it makes me think of like really good horror movies cuz like the best horror movie is where you don't see anything. So they implant that in her, so that way the person like being interrogated does half the work for them, like for the detective. 
Mm-hmm. Like you implant in the beginning, like, hey, we know you did it, but like they imply it. And then the whole time in the back of that person's brain, they're just thinking and like the wheels are turning and like they do half the work for them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. That's that's and that's 100 percent like what it's supposed to be is like they the criminal is going to say stuff. They're going to like, you know, like spill some beans here and there. And like they're eventually if you wait them out long enough. Well, I mean, I guess in her case, it, it she. Her story changes a lot, but I digress. So, yeah, like I said, 12 minutes in, detective's like, yeah, yeah, look, we got a lot of evidence against you, whatever. And for the first 20 minutes, he probably asks about like three or four questions. And she goes off on so many side tangents. Like he didn't ask anything about her finances, her work, anything like that. And she just starts talking about all this stuff. And it's like a way to deflect and to like seem like she's innocent and like, why would she, you know, do all of this stuff? She has so much to live for, you know, like I would never do something like that. Like my, why would I, I got my spirit, like I I have found faith in God and all of this and I would never do that. So she goes off on a lot, kind of like our show. We go off on a lot of side tangents. That's what she did the entire time. um, Talking with the uh, detective. Um, the, the interrogation actually gets to the point where he asks about the breakup. So about 30, 40 minutes into the investigation, that's about when he asks about the breakup. Cause that's, um, you know, that's the meat and taters of it. Cause like, kind of like what I said, like she probably did this because of, she was jealous and everything like that. So that's why he wants to know about the breakup. Um, but her version of the story and the breakup is like, they were super cool. They were super cool about like the breakup. They were still friends. Um, the detective talks about Mimi. She's like, Oh no, like I know of her, but I like, that's, that's good. Good for him. Like, you know, she's, so she's trying to play like the, I didn't care. Like I'm not jealous. Um, but apparently the investigator, lead investigator talked with all the friends and everything. And all the friends are like, no, she's crazy. Cause they had disclosed like, okay, yeah, she moved two blocks from his house. She'd show up unannounced. So he had, he already had all of this stuff. Um, and then about the 45 minute mark into the interrogation, that's when the detective just comes out and says it like, Hey, uh, look, people are saying that you got into his house, um, things like that when he wasn't around and just flat out says like you, you killed Travis. And then she's like, no, no, it wasn't me. Um, let's see here. Is that's this the when, point where she starts singing and stuff? No. So that that's coming up in just a little, just a little bit okay. into the interrogation. But before, before he leaves and takes a break and everything like that, he makes her draw a map of like her whole trip, like, like where she says, that because you remember when I was like, oh, she drew a hundred miles in the wrong direction. Cause he brings up the cell phone. He's like, all right, your cell phone was on now. And then it's off. And then we ping it a hundred miles away here. And she's like, oh yeah, this is cause I took the wrong match. They draw a whole map. Right. And they're putting the time together. And I think he said it was, it was 48 hours from when the phone was off to when it was turned back on. And she's like, saying, okay, well, I was here, I was here, and then he's like, okay, so you slept, okay, got it, whatever. He's like, but that still doesn't count for 20 hours. 
And she's like, well, I, I slept. And he's like, well, you, you slept for 20 hours. And she's like, well, no, I only slept for eight. And he's like, okay, you slept for eight, but that, okay. That leaves like 12 hours unaccounted for. So she's, he's like, what were you doing for those 12 hours? And she's just like, she doesn't have an answer. She's just like, she just keeps saying the same thing over and over. She's it. They just keep going in circles. Essentially. Did, did, did the phone, uh, before the phone was shut off, was it mm. pinged near his house? Yes. I think like, I think so, it was, so she had it on her, turned it off. Okay. Yes. So I think it was like right before, cause again, she lived two blocks away and I think she might've t- turned it off right before she got there or like oh. when she was still at her house, but it had her like within the vicinity of his house. And then it's like, but like the timeline for everything where she said she was, it just doesn't add up. There's like 12 hours of like unaccounted of what she was doing or where she was. So that's, that's what they focused on. Um, let's see here. This is about the time, like after the map and everything like that. Yeah, like he said, he just comes out and says it like, yeah, you you fucking did it. And she denies it. She just denies it, denies it, denies it. And he uh, he's like, well, you know what might help your memory? I have pictures. So this is where they come in. And like during that whole time, they recovered the camera. They were able to get those deleted photos and all of that stuff. And he starts showing her pictures and she just, you can see it in her face. She just starts, just starts shitting bricks. Like it, like she's like, she's so worried. And like, I get like, she's trying to like play it off. Like, Oh, I I don't want to see it, but I I have to see it. And, uh, I, Oh, uh, what was it? Like the other thing was like, uh, she's like tried to cry, but like, she really couldn't cry all that much. So she should have done the peppermint oil type thing, whatever in the <laughs> eyes. It just, it wasn't working for her. You know, um, you know, what's crazy. I just thought, um, it would be funny if the camera had these images on an SD card rather than its internal memory. Like, you know, some, some cameras do, but most mm-hmm. of the time it's now SD cards and those things are designed to withstand a wash. So like I've, I've, I've accidentally had several SD cards that I've gotten out of my, my, uh, washing machine that they work perfectly fine. So if anybody has like that recover software, which you can get, it's called recover or something like that. It's made (laughs) by like C like C cleaner that whoever makes all of that makes it. So I just thought that was funny that, that (laughs) she didn't take the, the memory card out. I think that was her biggest thing is like, she didn't take that shit with her. And like immediately after like the pictures and everything like that, she now the detective is like fed up with it. He's been an hour, you know, listen to her bullshit. She goes on a lot of like just random shit. And like, I, you can tell like, he's just like, okay, come on. Like I start talking about what we're supposed to be talking about. Well, at the hour mark, he's like, quit playing fucking games. You did it. Why did you do it? And she's like, well, I didn't do it, but okay. Okay. Let's just, let's just say I did do it. She actually says that she like, she plays the, that, that card. Right. Um, hypothetically. Yeah. Like that's like the, okay. I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, the OJ Simpson. Like what if I had done it? (laughs) Have you, have you guys seen that? I've, I've, I know his, his, uh, what is it? Uh, his book was called, uh, if I had, 
if I did it or something like that. Yes. And I feel like it's the exact same thing. She like, she plays out the scenario like, okay, if I had done it, why, why wouldn't I've worn gloves? Like, well, if I, I, why wouldn't I, wouldn't I have taken the, I don't think she said take the camera, but that's just me thinking. Cause she's fucking idiot for not taking the camera. But she like, she makes up excuses as to why it couldn't be her because she's so much smarter and she wouldn't, you know, like have left all this DNA. And like with the camera pictures and something, she's like, well, that that's that's not me. That can't be me. That's somebody else. And he's like, it, it's you like your handprint is on the wall. We took your DNA from like that. Like, so about an hour and a half into the first interrogation, they take a break. Like he's just all right, he's like, think about what you did. If you're not going to tell me why and you're not going to help yourself. You know, I can't help you. So he leaves the room and this is when the crazy shit starts happening. <laughs> so she starts singing like like weird songs and then um she like does like like a yoga she like she like does a ha- headstand in like the on the wall and she's just like doing the you got to watch it like use the audience member too you got you got to watch it she's just she's doing things that aren't normal and like this is also like it's i think that they use this as evidence like what right person does stands on their head in interrogation when they find out they're like they're being accused of murder and everything um so i bet he had the best sex of his life <laughs> the detective or travis no travis <laughs> Uh, um, let's see here. So the, I think like, what is it about like a half hour, half hour goes by. She's just sitting in the room kind of being weird. Um, she even digs through the trash at one point. Like, I, I don't know, like she, but two, about half hour goes back. So now it's been two hours and then she goes into like the reasons why she couldn't have killed Travis. And she brings up a story like she's like, I, I couldn't even kill like a spider. Like, I how could I kill a person? And then she starts crying because she remembers a time that she like pushed her dog. It reminded me of like the Amber Heard trial when she said something about like her, like a bee stung her dog. And she was like, ah, <laughs> like that's it just gave me like the, that vibe. I don't know why it was. Um, We'll see here. Um. About at the two half, two and a half hour mark, so like right as they're getting done, like with the t- interrogation, you can see that she realizes she's fucked because she starts asking questions as far as like, okay, well, what's gonna happen with me? Like, what, what, where do I? Like, what's gonna happen today? Like, where? He's like, you're gonna go to jail. That's where you're going, <laughs> and everything. And today, yeah, yeah like, like that's hundred. <laughs> that's a hundred percent because she's uh. She asks, um, she's like, well, can I go like, can I go clean up? Can I like go back home, like take a shower? And he's like, no, like you're going straight from here. <laughs> you're under sh- arrest, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She goes straight from, yeah, like she just wants to go get cleaned up, whatever. Obviously she can't. So uh, the detective tries like one more time, like, hey, why'd you do it? She doesn't budge. Right. So they ended up taking her to jail. So like I said, that first interrogation, that whole time period, about two and a half hours. Um, she goes to jail. She sits there for over the night and then gets brought back for the second interrogation. Um, I'm not going to go into the second interrogation. So I'm going to leave like that with you guys and the audience member, because I don't feel like I'm doing it justice. 
and everything like that. Also, I didn't take very many notes on it. I what I, what I will because it's long. It, it is a long thing to watch. What I will say is that she went from I didn't do it, I wasn't there, to the second interrogation that again is five and a half hours, five hours, to I was there, but two intruders came in there, and that's what happened. So she's t- like overnight, she, I think she realizes that she's fucked and she has to come up with something. So she comes up with like this intruder story, right? Um, I suggest that all of you guys go and watch that. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, but up until this point, what are your guys' thoughts? What are you guys thinking as far as her and the story and everything? I think the Amber Heard comparison is just like the best. I think it's <laughs> <Yeah>. very good. <laughs> it is spot on. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's just got crazy bitch written all over it, man. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll see why in, in a second too, when I like, I'm about to get into the trial and that's pretty much the last, the last piece. Um, there, there's some important things to add into the trial. So that's why I wanted to cover a little bit about it. So it's just funny th- to watch people lie like that. It's just, they all do the same thing. Exactly what you're talking about, where they just start talking about something else. Mm-hmm. Like that's the first like sign that someone's full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, just like, I always know when someone's like trying to steal some shit or if they want something, like if they're trying to do like some, just, I, I say that a lot with people that are stealing stuff. They, they will just talk their fucking ass off about like everything. Oh, What's up? Whoa. Oh, I was like, who is that? You were frozen. Oh God, and I... Sarah, creepy yeah. voice. Yeah, I froze. I didn't hear what you said. That's okay. Okay. All right. Because right. I'm sure Craig caught it, right? Craig catches it. Did, it. Yeah, that's, that's all good. I interrupted okay. both of you anyway. Oh, okay. Well, what do you think, Seth? What are, you, what are your thoughts right now? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty much the same i mean it's a special brand of crazy i feel Mm. like she it the what what it sounds like and from what i remember i i remember bits and pieces i feel like i probably saw if the if where she starts singing and everything is in the second one uh maybe that's what i saw but i saw one of them and it feels like she had like zero like law enforcement issues up until this point Mm -hmm. she had a few, few screws loose and this just pushed her over the edge and to where she's so naive. She like doesn't understand the gravity of the situation. Yeah. And I, I think that's exactly it. Like she never had anything like never had any issues with the law or she didn't like, like I had brought up in the very beginning, she didn't have like a rough childhood to that. We know of like the only major thing really is that she dropped out of high school, but that doesn't equate murder and any, sense so um but the actual trial the trial did not happen until four and a half years later almost to uh no that wouldn't make sense i was gonna say almost into the exact date but it was like four years six months and a couple of days so nevertheless that's when the trial actually starts and the opening statement from the defense is Jody Harris killed Travis Alexander. <laughs> that is their opening statement. So she has three different stories this entire time. It was, I wasn't there. I didn't kill him to now. Nah, it was some intruders. I was there to now. Nah, I straight up killed him. Yeah, I, I did that. 
And I'm sure all like you as the audience member, I'm sure you guys can probably piece together the defense that like they conjured up, which was I was a battered girlfriend. Like he was doing all these things. He was a terrible guy. Granted, he might have been. I don't know like their whole story, but from the outside looking in, from the friends and everything, it was no, she is the crazy ex-girlfriend. She's stalking him. She moved two blocks away, comes over unannounced. Like I could understand maybe him getting angry and upset that she's doing that. But again, like what I had said, he's almost, you know, partaking in it. He's inviting yeah. her in. He, yeah. You know, he's somewhat he to blame. So yes, the the play the the uh their defense was like that she was the victim. Like honest, like so like that's I always, I always love when they use that defense because it's always just like, oh, I was self-defense it's like yeah but why'd you stab him 26 times <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll get into that we'll, we'll i'll touch on that so what the the and this is the order that like it's important to like note the order of like his wounds so the defense went went with no he was shot first then he was stabbed and then yeah like that's that's what they were going with. But the prosecutor was like, no, you stabbed him, you cut his throat, and then you shot him in the face. So like that's like you have two different kind of you know angles that each one is going at. But it ends up that the prosecutor, after they hear the defense, they're like, Oh, this is gold. Like we're just gonna roll with this. Like they they she just dug her own grave. So um Let's see here. Yeah, I would. Th- I feel like the coroner could easily be like, "No, this happened first or that." Like blood flows and and coagulates way differently at once you expire. <laughs> so I don't even and, think and, the order matters. Like if you're if it's gonna be the defense thing, like you would. If you shot him first, they were incapacitated and you'd get out of there. If you stabbed him a bunch first, they'd be incapacitated and you'd get out of there. So like the no, order, when, it's the combination of like the multiple yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. I really, I think that sinks it. You know, it, it does. I'm just saying, like they could say, like a, a gunshot is more of a um, defensive thing. Stabbing is way less, especially that many times. So like if you shoot someone that intruded on your house or there was a fight and you didn't know what to do and you shot them, you could use that as a legal defense and be like, that was self-defense. Uh, but then you can't, like, the the, the stabbing is the, the issue um, in that. <laughs> it, was, it feels like that would be worse, though, because can you imagine someone, like, they shoot someone in a self-defense, that makes sense, that'd be much more of a self-defense thing, but then they proceed to stab you 26 <laughs> times after that. It's like, how is that your defense? Or it's just like, oh, I think he's still moving. Just like, slide it in once, like, oh, huh, huh. It looks this is quite bad. fun. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, so that that's, yeah, those two different angles. Um, yeah, she... She ended up saying on the stand because she took the the stand a bunch of different times. Um, she went to say that he like he abused her, um, that he was just angry all the time, and then to put the icing on the cake, she said that he was a pedophile. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like she had a diary too, and she had a very like well documented like like I'm not gonna say it was every day, but their whole relationship and how it was was documented in that diary. And nowhere in the diary does it say anything about pedophilia, 
him being angry, anything like that. Um, so that's what the prosecutors also used against her. But let me break down what she said, the events, like how it all trans- transpired, right? So she said that he wanted pictures taken of him, you know, naked in the shower. So she was, you know, taking pictures, whatever. And she accidentally dropped the camera. That's where these two accidental pictures that I was talking about earlier came from. One was from her dropping it and that she might have like hit the snap button or like as it hit the floor, whatever. She can't explain it. She doesn't know. Right. Um, He gets angry when that happens. He charges her body slams her to the floor, like picks her up, smashes her to the floor. She gets up, runs down the hallway, and she knew that he had a gun in the house. I guess that was something that they talked about or whatever, but she did know that he had a gun. The gun was in the closet of his bedroom, and like it went like from bathroom, like a little hallway into his uh, bedroom. Uh, she grabs the gun, turns around and points it at him. And to her, she said that he lunged at her and that's when the gun went off shooting. Like I I will say to you, like he was shot in the face, right? Shot in the face, but he's still able to say, I'll fucking kill you, bitch. That's her words. Like she's like, I heard him say, I will fucking kill you. So the gun drops, right? And then this is, you know, those 27 stab, room, you, stab wounds or whatever? You want to know what she said? I can't remember. <laughs> that's, that's her defense is, I don't know how he got those stab wounds, but it, it was a fog. He fell yeah, right? 27 times on a knife that was laying on the floor. Right. He tried to get up and he kept falling. It was the weirdest thing you've ever seen. Exactly. So she's like... I can't remember anything like it's a fog. I don't like, I don't remember stabbing him like whatever. Um, so the, that's the defense. Like that's what, that's the whole story that she says comes up Dude, before, before we move on, I just got a, a picture like the defense, like lawyers just like sitting there just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. fuck, I don't, I don't know. Just say you can't remember. Like I have fucking 26 times. Like you couldn't have just, Ah, fuck. So this is the thing too, is like my wife and I were talking about this a little bit this morning. Um, and she was even saying like 27 times. And I like, to me, I was like, okay, we don't know. Like, as far as like the stab wounds, they never talk about it really. I'm sure we could find it up, but how deep were those stab wounds? Because like my wife was like, well, to go up and then back down 27 times, that's going to be like, take a long time. And I was like, well, yes, but they could have, it could have been just like little, like, yeah, like, well, I picture, I picture you and your wife recreating like a forensic <laughs> crime scene in the kitchen. Okay. I'm going to get You're naked. Like, okay, if- right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run after you. <laughs> I, I like to think that your wife's only concept of someone getting stabbed is like the thing from Psycho where it has to be exactly like that. Like there's th- no other way to stab somebody. I think that's, but I think in her mind, that's what it was. I'm not calling that's her dumb. Was- but, but no, I think- no, no, no. yeah like when i think that's what most people envision is like yeah the psycho thing whatever she's so innocent she can't picture stabbing somebody (laughs) creative with it so 
it like the the camera, like I had said, is a huge piece in all of this because the two accidental photographs that were taken. The first one, like I'd said, was the one where it was like the ceiling. And then the second one, like I said earlier, was of her foot and the body in the background. Now, there are like, I don't do this with any of my stuff. I mean, granted, my phone does it for me. But I remember back in the day, like you had to like program the date and time and everything like that into like digital cameras. Like that was a thing. And she just got shit out of luck because that's what he did with the camera. and. When the timestamp between those two photos is a minute and two seconds. So oh, from the accident. What's that? That's a long time for like between dropping and then someone like charging you. Cause that's what you said happened, right? Like no, she no. dropped it and then he charged her or. Okay. So like that wrong. So he dropped or she dropped it, which took that first photo, right? Of yeah. him alive. Of Yes, he was like, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it's the ceiling though, right? Yes. She dropped it, it hit the floor, the ceiling, and then he like lunged at her and tackled her. That that, that was what she said, right? Yes. But that second picture, like how she's saying, like how it was accidentally took was that like she kicked it or whatever, like after that all, like after that all transpired, right? So that's when that second accidental picture was taken. So between her dropping it him chasing her down the hallway, her, her shooting him. And then the 27 stabbings it is a minute oh, and two okay. seconds. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. And that's what the prosecutors like. Be, that's why they thought it was just gold because they're like, you, you can't do all of that in a minute and two uh, seconds. Like, like she's he, backing herself into a corner. Yes. Like you drop the camera. Okay. That starts the, that starts the time. Mm-hmm. And then he picked you up body slammed you you guys wrestled you ran down the hallway got a gun pointed it at him shot him in the face you guys wrestled he said i'll kill you bitch and then 27 stabbings all took place in a minute and two seconds because then it's that's stabbings when stabbings that fuck you it's just, that's still time consuming man even if you do it quickly like that's because, a lot of yeah because oh, maybe man. because maybe if she like hadn't stabbed him or it was just like the one gunshot wound that actually killed him that that might have worked like that whole time frame might have worked out, but it, it's just like, that's what the defense went with is like all, this is how it all, all played out. And that the d- prosecutor's like, there's no fucking way. He's like, even if you were like an athlete, you can't accomplish all of that in a minute and two seconds. That poor public defender, dude. Like he probably smoked so many cigarettes, dude. <laughs> just like, fuck. <laughs> Um, so wait, I have a quick question just to clear this up for me. Yep. There, there were photos of him in the same night dated of him alive. Yes. So when they, when she came over and they were taking those naughty pictures, each one had a timestamp, right? And the ones there were ones of like him in the shower alive just minutes before the accident. Okay. The accidental one. And there was there's an interesting picture of like him curled up in a ball in the shower that and it, it he's alive. But what the prosecutor also brings up is that she, she probably made him like crouch down like that because she probably either had the gun or had the knife in her hand and was like, get down or something like that. So like they don't go much into that because they that's a kind of a hard story to build that like, you know, whatever. So they just played with the, the defense's story. And like, all right, yeah, yeah, you did do that. Okay. But in a minute and two seconds, no way. So 
Yeah. But he was, yeah, but it, like there were still timestamps where he was alive just minutes before that. So. Yeah, I can just tell you what happened right now. She went over there. <laughs> they did the deed. Mm-hmm. Then, then uh, she has the camera for whatever reason. And then she's like, so who's this Mimi bitch? And then it just descended from there. It was a struggle, knifing, gunshot, just that all just happened. I mean, yep. Yeah, but like the sad thing is, it's kind of like what I think Tristan, you were saying that it's just it's so cold because she probably killed him through the stabbings and he was able to like crawl to I think it was like towards his bedroom area and he went unconscious where then she cut his throat and then just to put the icing on the cake shot him in the face like that is overkill like she like. I mean, she said that like if like when she's like, OK, if I did do it, maybe jealousy, but I'm not jealous. He's jealous, whatever. So, yeah, it's we can piece it pretty much together. So long story short, the uh, the jury goes deliberates for a couple of hours and they they come back with a verdict of guilty. So that's what happens. But that's man, pretty she, fast for a jury. She should have just like yeah. burned it at that point. If you're going to go that much overkill, she should have lit the place on fire. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing too, is I think that uh, the defense had brought that up that like, um, she didn't poison him. Like she didn't like burn the place down, things like that. It was, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Wait, well, no, she that, probably freaked out. Like she probably just like went nuts. And then that's why she made all those mistakes and was just doing all that. Cause she was just like probably panicked. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't yeah, think blind could, rage. I don't think yeah. she went in there. I don't think she went in there with a plan. I think she had the mindset no. like I'm I I'm I hate you like for like being with another woman. And I think things just escalated to the point where maybe she did think about like she was going to kill him. I don't know. No, dude, what happened? This is what really happened. So she went <laughs> over there with like normal intention of mm-hmm. just like hooking up and like the 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 past pattern. But while they were making the beast with two backs, he said Mimi. Mimi. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's uh, it's it's pretty wild. But she got she got a life sentence, no possibility of parole. So she'll be she'll be in uh, jail for the rest of her life. So what year did the murder take place? Two thousand and eight. It was like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but that's that's the story of story story of Jody Arias. And I I asked my wife, I was like, so what do you think happened? And she's like, oh, she killed him. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But what what do you you guys think? Honestly, like, do you do you believe the defense or do you believe the prosecutor? She killed him. Like, yeah, (laughs) just crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I think I think the biggest thing, and I I think we talked about it earlier, was the, the camera. The camera is what ultimately fucked her over because she might have been able to get away with it if she would have taken that camera and just thrown it in the desert somewhere just left it yeah i built like an alibi all she had to do was get rid of the camera well there's also the physical evidence there so that kind of fucked her too right because then she had like the handprint or whatever yes but i think like there's dna the defense could have had like a better story because it could have been like well that she like it could have been something where like oh she came over earlier found the body was scared it didn't know what to do and left you know what i mean it could have been something like where they did something like she was never like she might have gone there saw the crime and then left and tell anybody she was scared because they already were playing the card that she was like this 
you know, scared woman, battered woman type card. So I think they would have had more to work with. And also the two, I will say this is she, any chance that she got, she would go on to a news network and like, like say, like, Oh, I'm innocent and tell her story. And every time she told, tell the story, it would get like a little bit different and just, yeah, yeah. like it, I think her defense tried the best what with what they 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 were given a shit sandwich. <laughs> so I, there's not much they could have done with it. <laughs> this reminds the biggest me. part of oh no, no go ahead no 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 you go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just saying like that's the that, that seems to be like the key point and like why you need to get a lawyer because their whole thing is we're gonna figure out what our story is and stick to it to a fucking T. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is I don't care if it's like real or not. Like you need to have a story and like never deviate from it whatsoever. And she fucked herself with that because she didn't have like the camera was a big one, but then not having an alibi for that two hours. Like that's like, you should have had just something. It could have been something dumb and like not verifiable, but at least if you were consistent with it, (laughs) yeah, it would have been like, like, cause you have to convince a jury at that point. And if you have a consistent stir- like story, you just need one person that can believe that and you're fine. And that's, and that's what I mean. Like if, if you can convince someone on that jury that no, you didn't do it, you can get an acquittal. Like you, you, you know, like there's, you can only be tried once. That's how our justice system works. Now, granted, like you can be charged for like murder and then you can get charged in the civilian. Like you can get, that's not double tapping. Cause that's what happened to OJ, <laughs> but oh yeah, the civil court where you get sued for it, like oh, you sued for murder. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, but Love yeah, America where we can sue people for murder. That's the <laughs> that's the best shit. But this yeah, reminds me of. I am so bad at bringing up this story. Go for I, it. I'm just gonna Go th- I'm just gonna throw it out. There was this guy that um, uh, all this reminds me of that he was being interviewed on the news, and you guys have probably seen the clip. But he had uh, just gotten done uh, dismembering his neighbor in the, his apartment complex. As you and, do. Yeah. And stuffing her various body parts in trash bags and disposing there, of them in like garbage pails, like actual, like what the dump takes. Um, and in the interview, uh, they, the, the police signaled that they found her parts while the guy that did it is being interviewed going like, I just, everybody loved her and I don't know what happened. She's been gone for so long. And then, and then she said, Oh, Oh, they found, they found the body. And then, and then uh, he goes, what? And then it all, it all just goes horribly wrong from there. They arrest him. They find GoPros that he was taping on sticks and like spying on her through the window. Uh, They found all the saws with her DNA all over the place. It was pretty crazy, but he was he was just like being interviewed by a newscaster. Like I can't believe it. It was it was great. When was this? Uh, this I this was more recent. It was I want to say like five years ago, something like that. But the Dang. it's like a meme now. Yeah, um, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> he had all kinds of like everything that you were just talking about. He had cameras. He had the like murder weapons the dismembering uh tools just everything it was awful and he was the next door neighbor that That's she crazy. had r- repeatedly uh like had complaints about oh my gosh oh i'm gonna watch that clip i have honestly i've never seen that i want That's to i've seen that either oh ah, some people are just bad at murder man yeah it's disappointing. yeah 
I, I honestly, yeah, I think she didn't go over there. I didn't. I don't think she went over there with a plan. I think it's just things got kind of out of hand or whatever. But she, uh, she did it. I think she one hundred percent did it. Yeah. So see the best the best way of getting rid of a body because like if there's no body, there, there's no uh, there's no crime uh, unless they have like photographic evidence of a murder. But um, like if you it, the best way is just like a Breaking Bad situation where you get a whole bunch of acid which you can pick up at Lowe's or Home Depot. It's very easy to get. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have warnings all over the place, sulfuric acid. And then you just you just uh, make make a human soup. And then, like, what's the issue? <laughs> oh, no, what's no, the no. issue with making human soup? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, legally, what's the issue? I'm not talking about morality. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but unless they had a surgery and had, like, a, a titanium... Uh, piece put in on, on like a bone and with that serialized then you gotta you gotta watch out and sulfuric acid doesn't eat certain types of plastic so if it's a chick with like breast implants those things are serialized so get rid of all that first and then melt the body wait 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 wait. breast implants are serialized uh yeah there was a few murders mm-hmm. solved that way yep no way yeah and, on them. and titanium uh Wait, like they put like bolts in your leg, or if they fuse a bone, those titanium pieces are serialized. That's how they got in trouble in uh, Breaking Bad. I did not know that. I only got like halfway through Breaking Bad. I don't. There were so many storylines. Someone got in trouble (sighs) at some point in that story for that. I don't remember. Hmm. You ever watched that movie Snatched from like two thousand? No. Snatched. Guy Ritchie movie, great movie. Oh, has, uh, oh, oh! The Irish, yeah, where Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt plays the Pikey, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you got yeah, Jason yeah. Statham in like the only movie that's actually good that he's in. Every other <laughs> whoa, <movie> just- <laughs> whoa! His movies are terrible. That's what about what, just, are you, what about the, Crank? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the only good movie that he's in. Um, <laughs> Expendables. <there's a> whole, <laughs> It must be like a connection issue. It's it's the only good movie that he's in because everything else he's in is trash, oh, okay. just garbage movies. Um, there's this whole bit where like uh, so like the whole thing is he's like a boxing promoter or whatever, and um, like for underground illegal boxing, mm-hmm. and they end up having to do business with with this guy. I fucking forget his name. I forget what they, but he's he's a gangster basically, right? And he's talking to him about how you dispose of a body. Um, I forget who he tells that to. But anyway, the whole thing is the best way to dispose of a body is to cut it into six pieces and feed it to pigs. Oh, Hannibal. Isn't that, they do that on like Silence of the Lambs, right? Han- Hannibal. Yeah. Hannibal, that's what it was. The third, yeah. the third film. Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. Which was a terrible movie. I can't believe they made Silence of the Lambs and then Hannibal. It was such a bad movie. Like, Like, what's his name is like, Touching someone's brain that's exposed, like talk, like making dinner. It was so cheesy. Ray Liotta, <laughs> Ray Liotta, <laughs> he's eating his own brain. <laughs> oh, it was Ray Liotta, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, whoa, that makes it even better. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Sorry, Ray. No, yep. great actor. But final thoughts on murder, it, J- Jody Arias, the whole the whole thing. What do you guys think? She should have fed him to a pig. Yeah, she was ter- she was terrible, just terrible. She's just bad at murder. It's just really disappointing to hear this new generation be so bad at murder. 
That's <laughs> really like back in back in the day, man. They knew how to kill somebody. And they knew how to get away. Well, if you think they, about like the forensics back then, like they're. What they did was they just know, right? outlined the like, body. <laughs> That's all they did. No fucking 1800s, you could just stab somebody in daylight and no one could prove shit. That's the prime time for murder, man. Like, Jack the Ripper had it all figured out. I have this book, this true crime book of all of these, uh, these, artic- like these newspaper articles that go back to, like, the 1700s. And the crimes were wild. But how they would get caught is even more wild. Like, there was this wealthy industrialist that was moving he was like um he was taking uh younger women unbeknownst to his wife uh and sleeping with them and then murdering them and he the only way he got uh, caught he like owned businesses like uh warehouses and he uh was uh i think his wagon hit another wagon and when like the the you know, just the general police came by. There was like a corpse rotting in a trunk that he was transporting to a different property. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so like I, I mean, these things. And the dude from Chicago, um, JJ, what what's his name? Yeah, JJ um, Holmes. Yeah, his house was full of booby traps for like house. people to come in and then like drop down to the cellar. There were like all kinds of traps in his house that he built. It was such a problem that they they tore that building down um, and, because it, like, you know, everyone hated him. But he had killed, like, tons of people. Jeez. And this whole thing about, like, America's first serial killer, this stuff has been going on forever. Give me a break. Come on, people have <laughs> been doing this. We got this. some good ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it is. Uh, I was, was going to do some... Uh, an episode but real real quick what we can touch on it is uh i told you about it seth uh lord lucan he Mm -hmm. uh he tried to get away with murder um so it's long story short i'll break this down real quick guy he uh super super uh rich dude family that he fell into right over in england he came over to the states to uh you know gamble his money away shit like that he was actually a really good gambler, but his losses overweighed his wins. <clears throat> he ended up getting married in London, coming back to the States. Uh, but his wife had really bad uh, postmortem depression, and he wanted to put her in a hospital. That was like the norm back in the day. Like if you, I guess, just put your wife in a hospital type thing or get a lobotomy. Really weird. Anyways, uh, she didn't want that. Their relationship started falling apart. She, they ended up like separating, like, or in the process, right? But he was like, he had no money, right? Because he gambled it all away and everything like that. Granted, his family was still wealthy, but they really weren't helping him out much. He gets mad that she's going to get the kids. So she, or he goes over to her house, the one that they used to live in, and murders like the maid, right? And like assaults her, calls his mom and is like, hey, there was a break in at our house. Uh, someone died. Get the kids or whatever. So he, like, he was trying to get them. Well, the police found out like right away um, that it, like, it was him because the wife he left alive. And she's like, yeah, he came in and tried like tried to kill me, killed this woman. And he ended up disappearing and he's never been seen since. So like he he's dis he's gone he disappeared um so he 
did get away with murder in a sense, but he didn't because like he he was caught, but he just went into hiding. Long story short, like they gave him a death certificate in 2016 too. So yeah, pretty uh pretty crazy story. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank that man. The, those days where you could be like, "Hey, Doc, my wife is questioning me." <laughs> I, I need some. I need she some must in. be crazy. <laughs> she wants to go outside. <laughs> what? She has opinions. Can you believe that? Yeah. Well, bring her in. We'll scoop her brain. It's all. It's quick procedure. Yeah. <laughs> no, women don't need the front part of their brain. Actually, they actually have. Yeah, we'll get rid of half of it. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was watching this movie uh, recently that. Uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum is in. Why? He, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's no. But uh, <laughs> I, I have seen that recently. That is an amazing movie. Uh, a pinnacle of body horror. But <laughs> the uh, the one that I was watching is like a recent one. And it's with this younger guy. This, if you saw his face, you'd, you'd be like, oh, he, I've seen him before. But he, uh, Jeff is a uh, lobotomist in the movie. And it's the weirdest movie ever uh he goes around and he's like doesn't have enough funding so he goes to like like people's houses or different hospitals trying to be like hey this is great some hospitals like i don't know they like watch the procedure they're like "Ah, ah, we're good we're we're gonna go a different route and then uh and he's like struggling and so he he uh he's like this alcoholic partier uh by night but then he goes off and like lobotomizes people it's crazy what? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. That. Yeah, yeah, it's very uncomfortable. I will say that. <laughs> I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. My the, my thing about lobotomies is like, how do you know what and where to scoop and like to pick at? It's like I don't think. Oh, there's dude, like- he had it down to a science. The guy that invented it. It's just like he literally used an ice pick. Like that's that's what he would use, and he just right up the nostril. Just. He he got it just like down to like a, a just a technique, and yeah, he fucked up a few times because he did like a thousand of them or something stupid, and he killed a few people with it. I thought it was but the just, ocular cavity. Yeah, wasn't like, it right. through the eye? Oh no, you're right. You're right. It is the eye. It is the eye. No, it, no, you're but totally it right. was yeah, it was basically a tap tap and like a little mild frontal lobe scrambling, and then you're done. And they they would have these like crazy bruises afterwards, like uh, from both eyes, like they would have blood pools. For a while and so they would have to like be on bed rest for a while and it it was just gnarly because uh i believe when they started this they opened it uh that they, they were i might need to be fact checked but i'm pretty sure this is true they in new york they were having um like these exhibits where people in the crowd they would be like do you want to oh, try yeah. one do you have no, this do you have that, that? Yeah. yeah, and then they would just like get people off the street that volunteered and do a lobotomy on them. <laughs> what the? Fuck? I don't know if they like got the people to volunteer. I think it was more of long lines. Like, do you have somebody? To, I think they were volunteering like oh. people on their behalf, kind of thing. Because a lot of the time it was like, I mean, I think they would do certain people would volunteer for it, but it just wasn't as common. People were more pushed into it. The people that did like do it voluntarily, it was more like a depression thing. Cause that, that was the big thing. They were like, Oh, are you depressed and sad? Let's just scramble your brain. You'll be a lot happier. And it's, it's you know, I'm, like yeah. most people that are in that mindset, they're not going to like, they need a push a lot of the time to go do something like that. And typically it's their family. 
which is why it was a lot of kids and women that that happened to. It's interesting that it came about because some of the earlier times where they knew what the prefrontal lobe did, uh, there were there was a famous guy that had an accident on a rail when they were putting in like a railroad uh, and a railroad spike, something Not exploded and a, yeah. yeah, and he survived it. And this is like 1800s and he survived it. And but he like couldn't stop swearing and saying like horrible things to people. And then he kind of lived on the outskirts and everyone just knew what happened to him. And they pretty much left him alone. But I would think that the the logic would go in the opposite direction. Like if we mess with that, maybe they'll get worse. Or but may- I don't know. Maybe if it's like, oh, they're already bad. Maybe this will turn them good. Maybe that and that's that checks out. If 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 I was to like rewind time the way they thought, I would be like, yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. <laughs> oh. I mean, they did think people had bad blood or yeah. dirty air was another, not dirty air. It's like what was the because that's what they used for. That's what they thought the Black Death was. They thought it was like bad air. I think is what they called it. Weird. Wow. I, I never heard that. Yeah, yeah. The plague I mean, masks uh, with the they they would put yep. the they're trying to purify the air. Yeah. Yep. Which I mean isn't so off basis. There's been a lot of diseases that were caught like with the you know something that's going to be respiratory or and yeah. transferred through the air. That's that's basically kind of what that is, right? No. They just had no concept of microorganisms and mm-hmm. like fleas on rats and shit or all that crap. I believe they also thought that flies spontaneously. Uh, yeah. would come out of garbage. They just thought like, <laughs> no, did. that they just like come from that, like from yeah. the ether. <laughs> what? It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that are like dead things or something. I can't remember. What, it was something like that. Wherever maggots grow, which is generally on like dead stuff. Yeah. So they, they would think they would spontaneously come like come to existence out of like mm-hmm. death or something. I got to read into that. decomposition. I got to find like an old yeah. school, like article, like yes, flies in garbage. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like 1500s old. Like oh, this is like okay. old. Like you're not gonna have like articles and stuff about that kind of thing. Because by the time articles existed, that was around the 1800s, which is post Enlightenment. So people actually started looking at things and then just didn't listen to like the 14 people that could actually read. Oh. <laughs> That's true, man. It's just, can, I'm just glad I was born when I was. Fucking do. Can you imagine that? Like where most of the population can't read or just have. Even if they could read, they don't have access to any of the information whatsoever yeah that's the big that's the hardest thing i think for people to understand now it's just like you have access to everything and you can understand it that's true well i I, i'm like 50 50 like i understand like 50 percent of the stuff but like you could if you tried hard enough you just don't want to no that's not true (laughs) if it's if it's something heavy i'll pick it up and then i'll put it back down but um, <laughs> but <laughs> when, like how you're like, it, Wait, it was, 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 was that a book joke? No, I mean, it's it, it, being a meathead joke. Yeah. Like, oh, I got you. I like, got you. I, because I, I, it works both ways, like weightlifting and a heavy book. Nah. No, I'll exactly. put it back He'll down. pick it up okay. and be like, Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> but if you're born in that time period, it's just one of those things where it's like, that's all you know. So you're, you're okay with it. But I think it's, if it's, you're plucked from now back and you go back in the day, then yeah, it would suck. So I think most people back then were probably pretty miserable, miserable. That would be just God damn. Though it, it does bring up that interesting point that I talk about a lot with that. Like, um, 
meaningful work thing. Cause if like, if you have to like work like that and exist like that just to survive, cause like, um, we had mentioned this on one of the last episodes where like about nutrition, like just mm. how it was in the past versus like now, just like not being able to like, even in the 1900s, like what Clark was talking about, like how like much skinnier those people were just because of lack of nutrition. And they had like such a better system than people probably 200 years before that even had. So can you like imagine just not having like just everything is about survival where like even if all of us were homeless, those people still can like find food. Well, that yeah. is true. I mean, you think about it. It's like if you're hungry, you just go in the cabinet, you grab like some cereal or, you know, like an apple. Like that's I I mean, I, do, did they have cap, like pantries back in the day? Like or was it like you no, made man. the meals like as you went along? That's why like bread was such a big thing and grain because it would last longer. And like if you had meat, the only way to store meat was with salt. Like you salt, couldn't refrigerate yeah. it. Or you had to salt the stuff. And even then it was super goddamn expensive. So you'd be eating like fresh vegetables and fruit that were maybe growing around. But then during winter, once all that stuff would like not be around, you'd have to eat meat and bread. And that's like it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, that's, that's why like salt was back, like back in the day was like, it was so, it was a. Um, so Commodity. Sought, yeah. Sought after. Or luxury. Yep. 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 Were the Romans uh, paid in salt sometimes? You would know this, Tristan. Sometimes uh, they did a lot of payment in kind when their economy collapsed. So like there were different times where they had massive inflation where like literally the money was just completely worthless. So like yeah. there's a whole period of time. Um, I think it was under Diocletian is where that started to get reined in. But like he couldn't find a way to pay everybody because no one would take money. So like taxes were paid in kind. So basically people would pay for their taxes with like cattle or um, grain or things like that or the army. They wouldn't pay in money anymore. They would pay the army in the goods that they planned to buy with the money they plan to pay them. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Weird. Yeah. We just oh, like they would go out and like have movies and like a bunch of like shit to spend their money on like we do. We have tons of crap true. we can waste our money on. But if like you live in 300 AD, like what the fuck are you going to spend your money yeah. on? You're going to spend just it on to food, Pompeii, shelter. And get some alcohol it. and some whores and there you Th go. This is yeah. what I spent my money on. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an energy drink? Like a zombie energy drink? Yeah. I, it's, I saw the can. I was like, that's pretty That's pretty cool. Oh, here's here's another one. Uh, of course. Uh, yep, that's pretty cool. Alien invasion. Are they good? I, I don't know. I not... feel like those look cool, cool enough that they taste like shit. Like... <laughs> that's why I'm not going to open them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to keep them forever. <laughs> Word. Word. Yep. So... All right. Well, final thoughts on lobotomies, uh, payments, uh, what we spend our money on, or Jody Arias. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we have all our, our opinions on her. Yeah. I mean, uh, she, she very interesting case. Uh, just a complete clusterfuck from being caught to trial. It, what's crazy is how why I, do you know why it took so long was just the that particular area's legal system completely clogged when she like yeah. the, the four and a half years like from the time the murder committed yeah. to the actual trial yeah and i think there was yeah it's it's just our justice system too like i feel like that's yeah. that shit sucks it's oh yeah, there's like there's other like videos or documentaries that, like that i've watched where it's like the same thing where it's like a murder happens and then like a couple years later 
the actual trial happens. Is that maybe the defense? Because I, I don't know a lot about legal stuff. Like that shit confuses me like really bad because it just gets so, there's so much of it. But isn't that like a thing where you have a right to a speedy trial? Like, isn't that, I forget what that is, but that's a thing, right? Isn't that yeah, like a legal have, right? If they have them all backlogged, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, if everyone, I, yeah, or do you think maybe all- like, I was thinking, like, maybe the defense, that was their whole thing. Like, they did that on purpose. They tried to delay it because she, I assume she could get out on bail unless they remanded her without bail. Maybe the defense wanted it to take along between, like, the incident and the trial to separate it and, like, give them time to come up with fucking something. They couldn't, obviously, but, like, give them some kind of, like, the, the, the longer you distance yourself from maybe that incident, the more likely you might be to get off on it. It's, it's possible. It's, it is. I mean, like, and also too, like, I know both like the prosecution and the defense can ask, ask for extensions for like legitimate reasons. Like, Hey, we're not ready because of X, Y, Z, but I know it has to be something where the judge uh, like has, like, there's a legitimate reason why it cannot happen on a certain date. Otherwise I think it's just like, Hey, four years from now, boom, that's when it is. F1 rotten. There, I know also yeah. there's a lot of peripheral stuff like uh labs like the state run labs that do all the analysis for dna and whatnot like i know uh tba a few years back had like a huge issue with uh being backed up with way too much work they didn't have enough workers and they wound up uh a whole bunch of blood samples went bad so like tons of people would get off on like duis that were waiting on like blood results and test stuff uh different trials that hinged on it and they there was like an error a whole bunch of samples went bad they had to toss it uh way understaffed and so there's like those kind of things that also like get clogged so i it's just a massive system with too many moving parts and that's why like defense lawyers like feed off of i remember i cannot remember where i was from but it was some like really high profile defense lawyer i think it was on youtube um he was talking about like what it means to be like how you approach it like the mentality of being a defense lawyer and he was talking about like uh, like labs is a big one he's just like okay well when was the last time that machine was inspected things like that when they talk about like the blood samples and stuff like that okay it came back positive Let's tear that thing apart. Okay, what about the manufacturer of that machine? Have they ever had anything go wrong? And they, they, they just like start digging from piece to piece to piece to just find one thread that they can pull at. And then they just attach to that one point just to get that one juror to be like, nah, because that one point they talked about over and over and over again, put like a shred of doubt in my brain. Mm-hmm. And like, that's all they got to do. There, there's a documentary on YouTube. It's a good one. It's long, but it's called The Staircase. And that's actually one of the uh, the arguments is like he did go to guy's wife falls down the stairs, supposedly. Right. And, and there's just there's blood everywhere. Right. She dies on the stairs. He's out by the pool, doesn't hear a thing. Right. Comes inside, whatever. But that's actually something that comes up in the defense is I think he does go to jail. Right. And he spends like. 10, 15 years in jail, right? And it turns out that one of the uh, the prosecutors, one of their like witnesses or like the lab guys, ended up like fudging a bunch of paperwork and everything like that. So the guy's defense is like, let's bring it back. Like we, this was a like, this was wrong. Like we, he got wrongly convicted. Yada yada yada. So he gets a second trial and everything from it. It's it's really good, but I don't know. I don't Man, know. it was owls. Owls killed her. Owls. I know that sounds crazy. Yeah, I know it sounds crazy. But the wounds that they couldn't figure out. First off, it was the owl mating season where they lived, and owls uh, are evil. 
and yeah and and during mating season territorially uh owls can become like a really bad problem they're dangerous oh, yeah. and and um so they there were these these marks that they could not figure out what the weapon could be they were like oh it could be the stoker for the fireplace it could be this it could be that but nothing really matched but uh they're very um consistent with uh uh, uh, owl claw, like talons and also they had there was like issues with the attic and the theory is that she was uh uh attacked outside came in um and then in the days fell back on the staircase going up to the stairs for something and then bled out as she was on the staircase which is why there was that amount of blood there i in my mind there is a chance that it was just the worst situation ever and he didn't do it but if the and the reason he's like such a good bad guy is because he's got so many skeletons in his closet and he's odd he's like a really <laughs> odd guy so it's easy to just throw him under the bus but um it does seem like there were other things to that which, which is why they're making all these shows and everything about it it's like the perfect case for that i think we had brought this up in a previous like it must have been a couple of episodes ago but like the uh the fact that there's so many crime documentaries on <laughs> like netflix and hulu and like is that a mm -hmm. good thing or a bad thing like i, I remember that was like the question so like in terms people will figure out how to do it better better or like kids are impressionable like if you know like you have like these almost like glorifying like these murders in a sense because you're giving them tv time you're giving them shows no i don't think that's what it is though i think it's like so it makes me think of remember that netflix documentary uh don't fuck with cats Remember that? Have you seen that one? No, because I I love cats. I I can't I can't bring myself. To That's fair. That's fair. It's it's kind of hard to. But the whole like main point of it is uh, a bunch of like internet detectives kind of solved the crime mm -hmm. or at least helped it along and were able to pass on. They also ruined like a bunch of people's lives doing it because they accused people that like they accused this one guy of doing it and he killed himself. Oh like, jeez. But I think what those those shows feed into is they, they it's like a Sudoku puzzle to people where like they present the evidence and like you're trying to guess what happens beforehand. It's like an easier TV show or an easy movie where like the whole point of it is you're trying to figure out like what they did and you're kind of trying to check if you're right because it makes you feel like you're the detective kind of thing. Um, and because once you watch enough of them because they're kind of serialized, it, it, it's, it's about like trying to tickle your brain with a puzzle a little bit about like what actually happened. Can you figure it out before we tell you? And then, of course, you get the crazy people that are learning for something from it and like are just like, oh, like this is great, dead bodies and death. But I don't think that's like the majority of them. I think that's more of like, you know, it's a, it's a common joke that like, oh, we watch a bunch of this so we can learn how to kill each other. Har, har, har. But like, I think I think that's the minority of it. I, I think most people watch those things. At least that's why I like I like watching those things. It's about one, the intrigue of crazy people. And two, you try to figure out what exactly happened before they tell you what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I. And I think it's like everybody's different. I think it's like the same argument with like video games. Are video games like causing people to go out and do crimes? Well, maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. It's I think it's hard to like say that, yes, they are the sole reason. So would crime documentaries make people want to go commit crimes? I, I don't know. No, but creepypasta does. <laughs> oh, the oh Slenderman murders. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right? So. <laughs> Those girls were just crazy, dude. They were just crazy little girls regardless, man. Agreed. We don't need to get they rid of creepypasta. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, all right. Well, if you enjoyed what you listened to, we got a lot more coming in the next couple of months. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna drag that, drag it out, because you, you, you guys know where to find us. You know, where, you know where to click that play button, and you also know one other thing: that we don't want stuff that's normal. We want stuff that's effing weird. Ha, 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 ha.